We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Everybody, another Alcatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970. The answer, a little Judas Priest and Jawbreaker to kick us off. We got a fantastic show for you tonight. Craft Beer guest that's going to be joining me later this hour. The usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very easy on Twitter at Alcatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer cast via email at albertgnycradio.com. And don't forget, iTunes, Google Play. Do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa Ready as well. We're also available on the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to thehoppedupnetwork.com, and you will catch my beer cast along with a plethora of other shows to listen to at your leisure. It is December 1st. We have but 30-so-odd days left of the year of 2019. It is also post-Thanksgiving weekend, so hopefully you're either uh, still eating turkey leftovers or so stuffed from eating all of that turkey that you don't want to see turkey again until next year. But I hope that you've also been enjoying some great craft beer as well. It's a perfect Thanksgiving weekend is kind of the perfect weekend for craft beer, if you really think about it. Uh, a majority of Americans get the Friday off. So it, it, it's essentially it's a four-day weekend because you got Wednesday night to sample, you got Thursday, you got Friday, you got Saturday. Sunday, you got to, you know, get ready because you're heading back to work on Monday. Um, so it's a great weekend to sample and try beers, uh, which I love that. And I hope that, you know, you've enjoyed the, uh, the time with your family or friends or whoever you decided to spend Thanksgiving with. Hopefully you weren't alone. If you were, I apologize. I'm sorry for that. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, next year you can get invited uh, to a Thanksgiving celebration. I, I, lo- I love Thanksgiving not only because of the food, because I happen to like turkey, and my brother-in-law does the turkey, and he's a deep-fry turkey kind of guy, which is fantastic. The bird comes out juicy. You barely need any gravy on it. Um, it's really good, and uh, he does it every year uh, up in Pennsylvania. Last year I didn't go. I was actually with my neighbors because um, uh, my wife had had some minor surgery, and she was home, and I didn't want to uh, leave her to go up uh, to, to Pennsylvania. She couldn't really travel. So um, we ended up staying home. We had um, we had a nice little dinner at our uh, neighbor's house who were gracious enough, Greg and Jeannie, to uh, have us in their home. Anyway, uh, Thanksgiving's a great time uh, for beers. And we've got some news to get to as well. So hopefully you've been sampling some stuff over the weekend. I certainly have, and we'll get into that uh, a little bit later on in the program. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, Mike Peachy from Chilton Mill Brewing is going to join me. These guys opened up over in Long Hill Township, uh, New Jersey, back in May. Got a chance to sample some of their beers back at the end of July. Wanted to get Mike on. Uh, had a nice little conversation with him. Um, Allison Kohler's great event that she holds in Chester every year in Chester, New Jersey, uh, was a big success. My wife and I ended up going and got a chance to talk to Mike. So uh, it took a little while uh, to get him on the program because he's basically a one-man band. He does it all. He's brewing the beer. He's promoting the beer. He's selling the beer. He's at the brew. So, you know, he didn't have a lot of free time 
and finally got back to me, and I really wanted to get him on the program. And so in about 20 minutes, we will talk to Mike about Chilton Mill Brewing over in Long Hill Township, New Jersey. They are open, I believe it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, but you definitely want to check them out. They make some good stuff, and some classic stuff, too. That's what's gr- what I like about them is they're doing the Pilsners and the Schwartz beers and the uh, English Milds that you don't really see from a lot of breweries now because, you know, a lot of people don't want those types of beers. They want the juicy, hazy IPA, okay? Bottom line. Let's get into some news and notes. My good friends down in Duclaw, this was a couple of weeks ago they released this, but we're just getting to it now because, really, it's not coming out until next year, so it wasn't a timely news piece. But my friends at Duclaw Brewing, they are coming back with Sour Me Unicorn Farts. Now, this is the beer that is a sour. Uh, it's made with uh, fruity pebbles and donuts and all kinds of stuff. It's a you know a sour beer, and it's got glitter in it and the whole thing. And so they posted photos um, from a couple of weeks ago of their brewer, Brandon Stanko, and Diablo Donuts owner, Michael Roslin, in a bathtub full of fruity pebbles. And they're announcing the return of their collaboration beer, Sour Me Unicorn Farts, which will be released in June of 2020. Our good friend, the Duclos Marketing Director, Madeline Caldwell, says, uh, we wanted to get the word out there in a creative way before December pre-orders. Recreating uh, Lizzo's Genius Skittles bathtub post on Instagram was an idea we couldn't pass up. A lot of people had to say yes to make this happen with a small budget, and we pulled it off. So the... um, the, the shoot now used 32 boxes of Fruity Pebble cereal, 36 unicorn farts donuts, and a bathtub that was later donated to Habitat's Restore and a whole lot of glitter. Uh, the um, Sour Me Unicorn Farts is available for distribution pre-order this coming month here, and the beer is going to hit shelves by June of 2020. So kudos to them. Listen, it's a good beer. Uh, you know, I know everybody, ah, I'm not going to drink beer with glitter, and I'm not going to do this and that, whatever. Uh, I had it. They brought it here. Madeline uh, was was kind enough to bring it. And let me tell you something. This is a very good beer. It's got a, it's a great sour. I, I didn't see that much glitter. You kind of have to hold the the bottle after you pour it up to the light to kind of see uh, the glitter in it. But it is a really good beer. Don't hate on it. It's a delicious beer. It'll be out in June of next year. Here's something cool. If you want to talk about local breweries, so uh, a whole new exciting experience. Uh, is going to come for beer and whiskey lovers, if you're a beer fan and a whiskey lover. It's coming to Hillsborough, New Jersey, as Flounder Brewing and CW Brewing and Distillery are going to team up to build a new home at Carriage Farm in the township. So I love this. They're keeping everything in the area, but they're combining forces. So Flounder recently received approval uh, at a Board of Adjustment meeting in early November for this new venture at the farm at 2 Clerico Lane in Hillsborough, just off of Route 206. So Jeremy Lees, who owns and runs Flounder Brewing, uh, he runs it out of an industrial park in Hillsborough. Uh, love this. He said in, in a quote to uh, the Patch newsletter, I feel the need to have an experience, have tours, beer, and the agricultural experience. This will be an experience that is not just going to be another industrial park to sample beer, but instead have the production inside a historical building where everything tells a story. So Lees had said in the article he'd been looking to separate himself in the craft beer world, excited to be able to merge his brewing craft beer uh, with an agricultural take as well. Um, he, uh, according to the article, he recycles his used hops and grains, gives them to a Dutch Hollow Farms in Bridgewater for animal food. Lee's also collects and reuses rainwater. And now uh, he's going to call this 250-year-old working farm on Clerico Lane 
home to this new type of, of brewery venture. Susan Clerico, one of the owners of the farm, told the Patch, we are happy and excited to be a part of this vision for our property. This will help maintain the character, historical, and agricultural elements of it. So what will happen is Flounder will set up shop inside the 250-year-old Dutch barn and stable that is closest to Clerico Lane. Lees will be putting up new siding, adding loft seating for the tasting room, constructing a small addition for bathrooms in the barn, and adding garage doors that will lead out to a beer garden. The beer garden will be located just outside the tasting room barn and the brewery. Uh, the stable portion will serve as the brewery, which will also have garage doors on the exterior so visitors can see the brewing process. The second 100-year-old English barn on the property needs too much work to be restored, so instead Lees is going to tear it down, rebuild it while incorporating the original materials of the barn, and that barn will house CW Brewing and Distillery. Uh, CW owner Camden Winkelstein told Patch, this beautiful agricultural setting in proximity to Flounder Brewing is a perfect match for us. CW will distill high-quality grain-to-glass single malt whiskey along with bourbon, gin, and seasonal specialties. Both the brewery and distillery will offer tours, educational experiences, and a rotating selection of brews and cocktails in the tasting room. So for more information, you can go to flounderbrewing.com or follow them at facebook.com. Uh, slash fa- Flounder Brewing. They hope to begin construction sometime early next year. This is really cool. So you've got a distillery, beer, and a brewery all combining together on a farm. The farm is going to help out as well. Uh, I think this is a great thing. I think this is something that will be uh, wonderful in the spring and the summer, sort of taking a page from Source Brewing, although Source Brewing, uh, their farmhouse is is the original farmhouse. They redid, you know, redid things inside to get it uh, to code and stuff. So it's a little bit of a different experience here. There's a distillery in front of Source, but they're not. the buildings are not connected. You have to have physically go outside and walk to the other building. It's a little different, and the distillery was already there. But this is a cool thing. I'm really excited about this and something that is taking place in New Jersey, which is great because you want to see more expansion uh, when it comes to beer. And finally, Founders Brewing. They seem to be in the news every single week uh, with different beers that are coming out. They have announced the return of Frangelic Mountain Brown to the lineup beginning this month, last bottled in 2012. It is a sweet and nutty coffee brown ale brewed with hazelnut coffee. Uh, this is Brewmaster Jeremy Kosmicki's one of his favorite coffee beers of all time. Again, it was last distributed about five, 2012, so uh, do the math, about seven years ago. It was the very first brown ale that they had ever bottled. Um, it is a 9% ABV for Angelic Mountain Brown. It's going to have a retail price of about $10 a four-pack. It'll be available in 12-ounce bottles and draft beginning uh, this coming week, December 6th, in the Grand Rapids Tap Room for Angelic Mountain Brown. We'll ship to the brewery's entire distribution network, by the way, which is all 50 states. Later in December, will be available through March of 2020. The prices, of course, will vary uh, by your market. So cool news from Founders. That sounds like a great beer. I love the uh, the Mountain Brown. So this Frangelic one with uh, Frangelico coffee, this sounds uh, really, really good. And I cannot wait. A little hazelnut in there. Cannot wait uh, to try that one. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news and notes uh, later on, Mike Peachy from Chilton Mill Brewing is going to join me. And, of course, we'll do our suds and duds. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. There is a battle being fought right here in America. The radical left is trying to silence anyone who disagrees with them. They want to shut you up. 
I'm Dennis Prager. There's no more important issue facing America today. If we can't speak freely, we can't be heard. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces. Every American should see this. See No Safe Spaces only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Go to nosafespaces.com for tickets. Stop chasing customers and let them chase you. Salem Surround offers full-service digital solutions. We'll help target the exact demographic you want in the exact area you want. Perfect for increasing awareness, a big sale, or rolling out a new product. If you need more business, you need Salem Surround. Call now for a free digital marketing checkup. Call Greg Cooper, Salem Surround Media Strategist, at 212-857-9635. 212-857-9635. Salem Surround. Digital Solutions. Real results. 212-857-9635. We all know the secret to the best Italian food is the sauce. And no one has sauce as good as Michael's of Brooklyn. Their sauce is made from scratch using only the best ingredients. But don't take our word for it. Stop at any of your local supermarkets and pick up a jar or listen to the Joe Piscopo Morning Show every Wednesday for a chance to win a whole case of Michael's delicious, authentic, and fresh sauce. You can also enter online at am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com. Good luck. Hi, this is Larry Elder, and over the last few months, my fellow talk show host and I have been speaking across the country at the War for America's Soul tour. Thousands of people have attended these sold-out events. We've discussed attacks against our Constitution, radical socialism, open borders, and other matters affecting our country. You need to hear the truth about what's at stake ahead of our next presidential election. You can now watch the events on demand or even buy the DVD. Go to WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Show me the man and I will find you the crime. And that's exactly the last three years. The Billy Bush Tape. Then it goes to Stormy Daniels. Then it goes to campaign financing crimes. Then it goes to the, the Russia collusion hoax. Then it goes to obstruction of justice. And then it goes to what? Oh, it's extortion. Uh, and, and then it'll be something else. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before Kevin McCullough at 5 on AM 970. The answer brought to you in part by Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law. Whether you need help drafting a will, trust, power of attorney, or health care proxy, their experienced team of attorneys have been helping clients plan their estates for over 30 years. Need to grow your business? Want to get ahead of your competition? Call Salem Surround for full-service digital marketing. Salem Surround. Digital solutions. Real results. Call Greg Cooper at 212-857-9635. 212-857-9635. Jay Sekula, live on top of the world. Weeknights at 6 on AM 970. The Answer. Keep this going. That's my man, Rob Halford. 
Judas Priest and Defenders of the Faith. That is it. Rock Hard, Ride Free. Glenn Tipton, K.K. Downing on the guitars. Ian Hill on the bass. And uh, Dave Holland was the longtime drummer for Judas Priest uh, before he left and then uh, passed away a couple of years ago. Anyway, uh, we are back with the uh, Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, I've played Judas Priest because there was uh, a recent um, story that came out with K.K. Downing who was uh, the uh, former guitarist of Judas Priest, left the band, retired a number of years ago, uh, then wrote a book, uh, autobiography, which I have not had a chance to read, and um, he uh, basically blasted the band. And now next year is the 50th anniversary of Judas Priest. Uh, They were formed roughly 69, 70 when Rob Halford joined the band. Actually, Rob was not the original singer of Judas Priest. They... I forgot the name of the original singer of Judas Priest, but anyway, Rock-A-Rolla was released in 1970, if I'm not mistaken, So, um, which is the year I was born. Yes, I turn 50 next year. Anyway, um, so they are going to do this, uh, this anniversary tour, 50 years of Judas Priest, and uh, they haven't announced any American dates. They've announced a bunch of European dates in the summer, so I'm wondering, are they coming to America first... Uh, in the in the in the late spring, and then heading to Europe, or are they coming to America after they do their their stuff in Europe? It's going to be interesting to see what happens, and then carrying it into twenty twenty one. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but no American dates yet. Anyway, KK wanted to come back into the band to play for the fiftieth anniversary. Apparently, he's reached out to uh, Rob Halford, Ian Hill, who are still the two original members that are left in the band, uh, and really, Rob's not an original member, but anyway. Um, they, they basically said thanks, but no thanks. We're not interested. And Glenn Tipton is dealing with Parkinson's, so you're probably not going to see him on the tour. Maybe you'll see him on you know certain nights. I saw the last time we saw Priest, um, he did come. Actually, no, he did not come out. That was the Deep Purple show, which was great at PNC. We paid uh, thirteen dollars for the tickets on the lawn. Uh, Priest was great, but Glenn Tipton was not there. But the time before that, earlier that year, when we saw them. At Prudential Center, Glenn did come out for the encores and play. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Judas Priest. Anyway, I've gone on this long rant about music. I know the show's about beer, but music and beer uh, always mix together. Uh, Coming up in 10 minutes, Mike Peachy from Chilton Mill Brewing is going to join me. These guys opened up in Long Hill Township, uh, New Jersey, back in May. Got a chance to sample some of their beers. Wanted to get Mike on. That's coming up in about 10 minutes from now. We have no program next week. We're going to be preempted. Uh, for Seton Hall basketball. They're playing in a tournament somewhere, and I think the game doesn't start until about uh, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. So there's little, slim to little chance that the show will be on. So rather than do a truncated show, uh, we will skip next week, and we will be back again on the 15th. Lisa Lopez will join me from City Brew Tours. Uh, they are opening up uh, a new uh, a satellite office, as it were, uh, down in South Jersey. They have tours in New York, obviously, Philadelphia, Boston, Pittsburgh, uh, Washington, D.C., uh, but this is the first time they've done a tour in South Jersey. And, of course, there are a lot of breweries down in South Jersey. Lisa taped the interview uh, earlier this week. Uh, it'll air in two weeks. Uh, it's it's a really cool thing, and I think if you're looking for a great Christmas gift to give somebody and it's somebody that lives down in South Jersey or somebody that lives you know, in, in one of these cities that I mentioned, Boston, New York, they do a lot of Brooklyn breweries, um, Pittsburgh, if you know somebody, this is a great gift. They do it all, City Brew Tours. Um, you know, the transportation, uh, they have a cooler on the bus to keep your beer cold. They have, um, you know, an expert who's taking you through each part of the tour. 
Uh, some tours are just beer only with a little snack. Other tours are beer with food included. You stop at a restaurant, you have more beer there, but you also uh, get some food as well, which is great. It is a fantastic tour. It is only, it, it's done by professionals. This is not a fly-by-night operation. Uh, City Brew Tours does a fantastic job. So kudos to them. So we'll talk to Lisa Lopez uh, in two weeks on the program. Again, no program on Sunday the 8th. So let's get into some more news and notes uh, before we break. Uh, Genius Be- Evil Genius Beer Company, this is great. They released this beer about a week or so ago. I don't know if it's still available, uh, but I had to mention it. The Won't You Be My Neighbor, it's their ode to the late, great Mr. Fred Rogers. Now, of course, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is already out in theaters with Tom Hanks, um, but they made a hazy pale ale, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Uh, they have it at their, um, actually, it was, ex- it's, it was at their lab in Fishtown exclusively, uh, it's a 5% hazy pa- uh, pale ale. It's 16-ounce uh, uh, cans. A four-pack is 20 bucks, uh, and you can get it at, only at the Evil Genius Laboratory. Uh, I don't believe they are selling this in stores. So if you get a chance to check it out, you certainly uh, you certainly should. And then um, Santa, I Know Him, obviously a take from uh, the movie Elf. That's Evil Genius Beers Company's uh, Holiday Saison, brewed with rose hips, chamomile, black currants, uh, a currants, excuse me, and dark Belgian candy syrup. It is a 7.2%. It, it is available now uh, at Evil Genius Beer Company and throughout your local beer stores in uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and wherever Evil Genius Beer is sold. If you want to check out more about Evil Genius, just check out EvilGeniusBeer.com. Now, Sam Adams is doing something really cool. Uh, they've introduced Toast Someone. Um, they have tapped America's leading comics to encourage drinkers everywhere to share their appreciation for someone who has made a meaningful impact on their life by raising a toast. Uh, they kicked off the campaign with a message to drinkers that there is no better time than now uh, to toast someone. You can watch the uh, Anthem video over at SamuelAdams.com. So what they want you to do, they did a, a survey of over 2,000 adults, ages 18+, plus. Uh, and found that the majority of Americans, 84% of them, agree that people do not express their appreciation for others as often as they should, and that nearly two-thirds of Americans have had trouble expressing their appreciation for someone. And Sam Adams is saying, well, here's how you can appreciate somebody, by sharing a beer. So what they do, um, they have, um, if you buy Sam Adams beer, they have like a two-pack, right? Uh, uh, Just a case. So you could take the uh, two Sam Adams beers, put them in there, Bring it to a friend's house or bring it to somebody that you know, and you could share a beer with them. You share your appreciation in them. So they're saying they want you to do this to um, uh, go to samadams.com, get inspired by other people's stories. You, uh, you grab a, a Boston lager or two. You raise a toast and snap a photo or take a video, snap a photo or take a video to tell a friend, family member, or colleague or neighbor how much you appreciate them, and then share your toast to Instagram, uh, Facebook, or Twitter with the hashtag toast someone and tag at Samuel Adams Beer, as well as the recipient. Uh, and then there's going to be a custom toast someone filter on Snapchat. Uh, if, you're, if you're on that platform, I am not. Uh, and so they created a limited edition toast someone two-pack carrier. It fits two Boston lagers, includes space for a written sentiment. That's kind of cool. So uh, kudos to Sam Adams. Good, good stuff uh, from them. And if you have a chance to uh, toast somebody, uh, you can do so. They've used some uh, comedians. Whitney Cummings, I don't really find it that funny. Um, Theo Vaughn, Ari Schaefer, Tom Segura, who we've had uh, in the studio on the Piscopo Show, is hysterical. Uh, and Joy, uh, Joe Coy, uh, to shed their bravado and sincerely thank someone with a toast. I guess they're trying to do this because they don't want people 
uh, they find that roasting people is kind of rude. That's that's Sam Adams' take on it. And you know what? I like roasts. I think they're funny, but I, I can understand why uh, some people uh, would not find them funny. I mean, my friends and I, when we get together and we're drinking beer, it's busting chops on everyone. It's fair game. And if somebody's a little, you know, all right, you know what? I've had enough. Maybe you're ganging up on me. Or whatever, we back off. That's how it works. That's how communication. That's how friends happen. You know what I mean? It's not all. You have to be able to bust chops on one another. Uh, that's That's just how I look at it. And by the way, another piece of advice. While we're talking here, live your life. Live your life, have fun, enjoy it. Don't sweat the small stuff, right? Or do, is it don't sweat don't sweat the don't sweat the big stuff cuz it's all small stuff, something like that. I don't know. I'm I'm no philosopher. Anyway, enjoy your life, have fun uh because life is too short. Life is way too short to be worried about um about a lot of different things. You know, I think social media these days um, has detracted away from friendships. We don't actually become friends with people. We're not actually, um, we don't interact enough. Social media is a great way of tough guys hiding behind a keyboard to attack people. We need to lift more people up. That's the bottom line. Anyway, uh, real quick, it's on the it's on the Craft Beer Cast page. Uh, Kat Walensky did this uh, great hop take from uh, Vine Pair on uh, national craft breweries like New Belgium, uh, independence is not sustainable. I'm paraphrasing on the title of the article. But in it, Kat talks about how we're going to see more of these big breweries sell out, uh, big craft breweries sell out to big beer because their their growth is not sustainable. The, and, and I do agree with her on this. I think it's an interesting take um, and maybe one that really hasn't been represented well enough. Um, but Kat brings up the point that, look, New Belgium was making a lot of money, but eventually they had to sell. They had over-leveraged certain things. They needed to sell. They came in and got Kieran uh, to buy them out, uh, a big brewery, uh, to help them out. I think we're going to see that with some breweries. Some, not all. I think some. I, I think those major breweries that understand we're going to make a certain amount of money and hit that threshold and that's where we're going to stay will sustain themselves. I think those that think that they're going to continue to reach for that brass ring and keep going and keep going and keep going, I think those are the ones that are going to eventually have to sell because they're going to over-leverage themselves uh, too much. The smart brewer makes enough money to sustain himself, his brewery, the employees around them, and maybe a little extra on the back end, and is happy with that. I think that's the majority of the much smaller uh, uh, micro uh, craft brewers. That's just my take on it. When we come back after a short break, but check out the article. It's on uh, the Craft Beer Cast page on Facebook. We'll tweet out a link as well. When we come back after a short break, Mike Peachy from Chilton Mill Brewing will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's overcast and 36 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. The NYPD is releasing footage of two suspects in connection with the Bronx robbery. Steve Greenfield has the details. It happened at about 6 a.m. on November 18th in the vicinity of Jerome Avenue and East 182nd Street. A 20-year-old man was approached by the pair who demanded that he give them what he had on his person at the time, threatening to shoot him if he didn't comply. Taken were the victim's headphones and cell phone. The suspects then fled, and the victim was not injured. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio, New York. No injuries are being reported after a Delta Airlines plane slid off the runway at Buffalo Niagara International Airport in New York. Uh, they ran into some uh, conditions that caused them to slide off uh, the taxiway into the ground grass area. 
Airport Fire Chief Bill Major says the plane slid off the taxiway around 9 this morning upon arrival at the airport. The plane's wheel got stuck and passengers were transported to safety. Officials say that icy weather conditions are likely the blame. It was traveling from LaGuardia Airport in New York City. No other flights were impacted. Crews are still working to move the plane off the runway and an investigation is ongoing. In sports, in the NBA, Nets lost to the Heat 109 to 106. Knicks fell to the Celtics 113 to 104. Giants lost to the Packers 31 13 was that final score. And the Jets lost to the Bengals 22 6. Traffic delays are minor at your Hudson River crossings now. It looks like a good ride at the George Holland and Lincoln Tunnels are a good ride. Do want to remind you we have some closures in Brooklyn too due to the broken water main, and that's Fifth Avenue North and Southbound from 60th Street to 39th Street. Weather for tonight. Rain, maybe some snow, low around 37 degrees. And tomorrow, rain before 2 p.m. And then rain and snow are likely between 2 and 4 p.m. And then snow is likely after 4 p.m. Temperatures will fall somewhere after 5 p.m. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AM 970 The Answer. The holiday season is here. Take a break from the chaos of shopping and decorating to create family traditions with your children. Schedule a night or afternoon for holiday baking. Baking helps reinforce measurement, following directions, and developing fine motor skills. Include your children in sending holiday cards. Children can make personalized cards for the special people in their lives, like family members or school staff. This sharpens both writing and expression skills. Enjoy a family game night, unplug all the devices, and spend some family time together. The kids will be learning without even realizing it. Encourage altruism. As a family, pick a way to give back this holiday season. Donate old toys or pick a volunteer project you can do together. Help an elderly neighbor with some chores or write letters to our troops. Giving can be more fun than receiving and teaches children compassion and the importance of community. Remember, when families and schools work together, our children are the winners. This message is sponsored by the New Jersey Education Association, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Joe Piscopo wakes you up at 6 a.m. Kevin McCullough takes you home at 5 p.m. Weekdays on AM 970. The Answer. Yaga Tulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gatulo. Instagram at Gatulo. That's G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa ready too. And uh, we're also available on the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to the hoppedupnetwork.com and you will find my podcast usually on Monday mornings before 6 a.m. and a plethora of others as well that you can download and listen to at your leisure. Now, my next guest, he is the owner-operator of a relatively new brewery operating in New Jersey. Met them at an event over in Chester, New Jersey a few months ago, and thank you, Allison, for the tickets to that. Uh, That was a fun event and got to try some of these guys' beers as well as a, a bunch of others. For more info on all of their beers, you can check out their Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash slash, excuse me, Chilton Mill Brewing. Uh, let me welcome onto the program Mike Peachy to the Craft Beer Cast. Mike, how are you? I'm doing well. How you doing today, Al? I'm good. I'm good. So, Mike, uh, let me let me start from the beginning. How did Chilton Mill get its start? Yeah, so Chilton Mill, the namesake itself, comes from my last name, Peachy. 
which comes from Suffolk County, England, where there is the Chilton Street Grain Mill. I coincidentally grew up on Chilton Street in Burnsville, New Jersey, and my brewery is now located on East Mill Road, so kind of a serendipitous turn of events. And, um, yeah, that's where my home brewing started, up on that Chilton Street. All right, so, so wait a second. So you're, you, there's a, a community, obviously, in, in, uh, in Europe, and you grew up on a street named after that community. How is that? I mean, now, don't tell me your dad was looking around New Jersey for a house that had the same address <laughs> as the county that I guess that he grew up or your family grew up in. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he had that kind of foresight. More of uh, just a good coincidence. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, uh, and Mike, you were you were primarily a home brewer and wanted to get started in, in, you know, in brewing your own beer to sell to other people? Yeah, definitely. Started as a home brewer and held some homebrew parties, had a really good response from my friends. They wanted to start buying bottles, so it kind of just snowballed from there. All right. Now, breweries, of course, are growing in leaps and bounds in New Jersey and, of course, all over the country, but New Jersey specifically, which is a great thing, uh, but not without some difficulty here in the Garden State. What was the biggest issue that you had to deal with in the process of opening? Um, so for me, the biggest hang-up ended up being that uh, federal government shutdown, which oh. kind of prolonged me about three, four months waiting for labels and things like that to be approved. Okay. So this was the, this was the government shutdown last year leading into the new year uh, this year? Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and because of that backlog, it took almost four months for you to get open? Yeah, so that probably pushed me back a good four months and um, put me in the winter, and then I had to wait kind of until that spring, summer to feel confident to really open up the doors and get things going. Oh, wow. So that, so that really hurt you. But locally, everything was fine. The town that you're operating in, there was no issues there. They wanted the brewery in the town? Yeah, locally, Long Valley's a great town. They actually have the second oldest brew pub in New Jersey's in Long Valley. So I figured I'd be among good company and nearby to all the Hackettstown breweries, which kind of creates a nice little beer trail. And, and I know you've only been open for a couple of months, Mike, but any any thought to um, how obviously last year they had the whole rules ch- rules changes that the ABC had put out, and then there was kind of a modified um, kind of tweaking of the plan, which some brewers are happy about in New Jersey, obviously others are not. Where do you stand on the whole thing, or do you not have an opinion? Um, I'm kind of in the middle, but I'd say it definitely it makes me having outdoor space and special events very costly mm-hmm. with $200 permits and a 21-day window prior to even holding said event. Right. Um, on top of that, you're limited to 12 a year. So it definitely limits my ability to let people enjoy the nice weather come summertime. Okay, we're, we're talking with Mike Peachy of Chilton Mill Brewing. For more info on all of their beers, you can check out their Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Chilton Mill Brewing. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And, Mike, you're only open on the weekends right now. Is that correct? Yeah, so right now on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because I'm the uh, owner, brewer, bartender, and everything else in between. <laughs> a, a dishwasher, mopper, you know, all that, all that other good yep. stuff. You know, and just to, for a quick second before we move on to the to other stuff, uh, it's my opinion that I think that a lot of this stuff in New Jersey needs to be really legislated uh, from a point of okay, these are the things that you can do, and these are the things that you can't do. I know the ABC is kind of, I mean, and again, this is my opinion. I think they're bought and sold by the restaurant industry and kind of, hey, here's our influence and, you know, we'll put some more money into here and we're, we want to prevent you guys, you know, the, the brewers themselves from making a living when really it should all be a collaboration, that you should all be a, a, able to get a piece of that pie and be able to get along. But that's that's just my opinion. Um, Mike, what I like about uh, your brewery, the different styles that you have available, not only a Pilsner, but you're making a Hefeweizen, which a lot of breweries in New Jersey, I find, don't do. Are those styles 
uh, that you enjoy, or were people in the area asking for them? Um, they kind of developed out of just a natural growth, which was for me having an Oktoberfest where I had five different German beers on tap, mm-hmm. and I figured that'd be a great one to feature. Um, but I think a lot of beers are kind of going back to those classic styles, and people are really enjoying seeing something like a Schwartz beer, a Hefeweizen, a Pilsner, right. the classics that sort of got us to where we are now. And, and if I'm not mistaken, you also make an English mild, is that correct? Uh, yeah, I do a British brown, so it kind of falls in that style category. Yeah, and it, I, I mean that it, it's great that you're doing that because I do, and I do agree with you. I do think that some of these styles are coming back because I think there's there's only so many different IPAs that you can drink, whether they're a classic West Coast style, an East Coast, or a New England, or a juicy, a hazy. I think at some point you get overwhelmed by all of those things, and I, th- I think it's nice when brewers go back to those those kind of old styles that we're, we were used to growing up with, especially a classic Pilsner or a lager or even a Hefeweizen. Now, as a microbrewery running a three-and-a-half-barrel system, what challenges do you face as opposed to the bigger breweries, not only locally in New Jersey but also nationally? Yeah, I would say probably some of the biggest challenges I face are dealing with hop contracts and availability of ingredients. Um, Because I'm smaller, I don't get first crack at some of the most desirable hops, for instance, Galaxy, Citra. Mm -hmm. I've been unable to get those hops for going on like three months now. Oh, wow. Now, and and would you have... I know this is going to sound like a dumb question because I'm certainly no expert, but would you have thought of growing your own hops uh, to be able to to be able to do that? Obviously, you wouldn't be able to do it in large quantities right away, but would you be willing to grow your own stuff, or would you have the availability to grow your own hops? Right now, I don't have the availability, um, but I'm lucky to have my friend in Basking Ridge. I actually that Pilsner I made had over a pound of his fresh whole cone hops that were on year six, so really lush, delicious hops. But for me, I think it's more of a space limitation and time constraint to actually go into the hops. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because, I mean, in, in, in the same thing, you still have to brew beer. You're the jack-of-all-trades at your brewery. It's not like you have other people that can, that can help you out in, in that stuff moving forward. We're talking with Mike Peachy of Chilton Mill Brewing. Uh, for more information on all of their beers, you can check out their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Chilton Mill Brewing. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And, and the, the community at large, I know you spoke about it before, but the community at large in the town in Long Hill and, and, and elsewhere in the area, very receptive to your beers? Yeah, Long Valley is a great local community, and people have been coming out week after week and just really receptive. So I think it's something the town really deserves. And believe it or not, at one point it was actually the old German Valley. So I've had some locals say they found wild-growing hops. So there's definitely a beer culture that's been there for a long time. That's very cool. Last question from me, Mike. With all that you've learned so far in the process of opening a brewery, what is the biggest piece of advice if somebody's listening right now and they're saying, you know what, I got this idea, I, I'm making this great beer, I want to I open up a brewery. What's the best piece of advice that you could give someone thinking of opening their own brewery? I guess I would have to say just stay focused on the task at hand. There's so much to do leading up to it that you really have to know that there's a greater picture. There's a lot of paperwork, a lot of not fun, not brewing-related stuff. Mm-hmm. So you definitely have to be prepared to be an office administrator as well as a brewer. Sounds good. My guest has been Mike Peachy of Chilton Mill Brewing. For more info on all of their beers, check out their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Chilton Mill Brewing. They're open Friday through Sunday. You can check out their hours as well on their Facebook page. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Mike, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thanks, Al. Hope to see you for a pint soon. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. 
Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go. According to a recent study, the average human attention span has fallen to just eight seconds. That doesn't give me a lot of time. So here I go. If you're a student at any college, we're having a contest for major cash and prizes and a paid internship, all for writing a great research paper. You're probably doing this for free anyway, so why not try to get something from it? You go to our website, pick one of the 6,000 companies listed, research it, write a report, and submit it. Do that best, you'll win up to 7500 in cash, a trip to Miami for the Noble Con Investors Conference, two nights at the multi-billion dollar Hard Rock Hotel, and the paid internship. No strings attached. It's sponsored by the same folks that do the National Spelling Bee. Because today, being thorough and detailed and doing solid research has become a lost art. Just Google it doesn't cut it. We have some of the best emerging companies that need to have their stories told, and we need to find some great people to help us do it. Want to find out more? Go to channelcheck.com. That's channel, C-H-E-K, don't need that second C.com for all the details. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. Did you miss what happened on the Joe Piscopo Show live stream? Catch up on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash AM 970 The Answer. that go a little bit. Final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a little U2 and Elevation. You can follow me very easily on Twitter at Alcatulo. Instagram at, at uh, Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa ready as well. We are also available on the Hopped Up Network. Just go over to the hoppedupnetwork.com and you will find my podcast, usually up around uh, 5 o'clock in the morning on Mondays, um, and a plethora of other great beer casts from there. In fact, Selling Craft Beer, um, Sean McNulty, he's, um, he's, uh, Sean is going to be on the program uh, in a couple of weeks. We're going to try and do something. Now, there is no show next week. Uh, Seton Hall Basketball will be on uh, AM 970, The Answer, on the radio locally. Uh, so you will not be uh, hearing the uh, Craft Beer Cast next Sunday night at 11 o'clock. We will have a new show the following week. 
um, which will be, I believe, it is uh, the owner-operator of City Brew Tours out of uh, South Jersey. Lisa Lopez, I believe, is going to be the guest on that program. Um, So there's no show next week. I might do a little podcast um, to put up uh, for the weekend, uh, possibly. Not sure yet. I may actually just take the week off. I do have some stuff that I want to get together uh, for the shows coming up towards the end of the year because obviously we're going to be uh, on vacation and stuff, and there'll be a few shows that I need to tape uh, ahead of time. So uh, we'll see what happens. You never know. But uh, if I do get on, uh, if I do do a little, uh, you know, uh, beer uh, podcast or whatever, of course, I will let everybody know. So let's get into Suds and Duds, of course, which is always our final segment of the program here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, Treehouse Brewing, very much in in the uh, beer selections here. First one up, Perfect Storm. Uh, this was uh, a great beer. My neighbor Greg uh, travels all over the east uh, east coast. I've t- I've talked about my uh, neighbor before, and um, at times he's in Massachusetts, and he is nearby to Treehouse. So whenever he gets an opportunity to be within you know a twenty five thirty mile radius, sometimes fifty, sometimes a hundred mile radius of Treehouse, he will stop and he will pick up. Uh, some beer. So he brings home, you know, whatever they have available in cans, he'll pick up a, a little bit of an assortment. This happened to be one of them. This was just fantastic. I had this after raking leaves a couple of weeks ago. Oh my goodness. Slight, uh, Just a nice slight bite to it with plenty of juice, as they like to say. Uh, this was an excellent uh, double IPA. And Treehouse just is killing it, uh, making some great beers. If you haven't had a chance to make a trip to the facility, I have not, and they've opened a new one, much bigger. Definitely go. I think we're trying to plan a trip for the winter time where we may uh, take a ride up there. Uh, had a, a final my final can of birthday checks by Killsborough. Uh, this had come out back in September for their birthday beer. This is just such a great beer. Uh, the guys at Killsborough are doing such a great job. And um, I was on Staten Island for um, uh, to see a friend's play uh, last weekend, and should have went to the craft house to have dinner. But where the play was in proximity to where. Uh, the craft house was on the north side of the island. I didn't want to have to drive, uh, you know, 30 minutes to get to this other place on the other side of the island. So we kept it a little bit more local, of which I had a Killsboro beer there. We'll get into that uh, in just a moment. But um, the birthday checks by Killsboro, great beer. If you see it somewhere, definitely pick it up. Now, I was at Icarus two weeks ago uh, with my wife. We were on our way down to uh, Atlantic City uh, to see Sting, and I picked up a four-pack of the Carrington event, which I absolutely love. And it was canned just four days previous. So you can't really get, I mean, unless you get it the same day, which actually, uh, this past Wednesday, I picked up some beers from uh, the source down at Colts Neck. We'll talk about that in two weeks. Um, that's another one where, you know, fresh out of the can, I'm definitely going to have one, you know, if it was a day or two old. But this one is just, the Carrington event from Icarus, what's great about the beer is that it's a triple IPA, right? It's a triple IPA, and it is just... It's um, for a triple. It's amazing. It's so smooth. It doesn't feel like a triple. It certainly hits you like a triple if you drink two of them. Uh, but it is such a good beer. Uh, Jason and the guys down there are absolutely killing it. As we continue on here with suds and duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy, the answer. So a new brewery has opened up in the Catskills. Um, by my neighbor Greg's place. My neighbor Greg has a house up in the Catskills um, in Livingston Manor, and so. In Livingston Manor, there's the Catskill Brewery, but there's also a new brewery, and it's also uh, a restaurant. It's called Upward Brewing Company, 
And so my neighbor has been talking about this place for a while. They, you know, obviously they're going through the licensing and all this other stuff and getting approvals. They finally opened. They had beer sitting in the tanks for a while, and now they finally opened. So he brought home a couple of different growlers of some of their beers, got a chance to try Calibration Ale. This was really good. Malty, slight bite. It's just enough of a bite to know that it's there. This was this was a nice beer. Um, I, I forgot what they had labeled it as. Uh, it's definitely not an IPA. It has a lot more malt to it than than um, than you would normally get out of an IPA. Uh, but it was very tasty. So I'm encouraged to try uh, some of their beers. So hopefully um, my neighbor brings a few of them back, and I may give him a couple of growlers to fill and just say, hey, if you get a chance, you know, fill some 32-ounce growlers for me. And, um, you know, we'd love to sample a few beers because 32 ounces, essentially it's two beers. So if you like it after the first, you're going to drink the second. Or if you want to share it with a few people, uh, you can do that as well. But uh, encouraging things from Upward Brewing Company just opened up uh, up in uh, Livingston Manor up at the Catskills. Definitely want to check them out. Had a double shot by Treehouse. This is just, this is fantastic. Rich in coffee, a great stout. I mean, it is, it's perky. Uh, it, it It's it's got everything that you want from a from a stout with coffee in it. It's just it's just delicious. My wife and I went out to dinner um, down in uh, in Berkeley Heights um, uh, about a week ago and um, stopped at a place called Delicious Heights. So it was kind of a reconnaissance mission for my wife because she's having her company Christmas party there. So she wanted to check out the food. So I said, all right, you know, let's go. Why not? So they had some beers. Um, they had. Uh, you know, a decent selection of craft beers on tap. I was very impressed. In fact, when I had looked at the, uh, initially looked at the website, it was a lot of macro beer, uh, but they do have a lot of, they do have a lot of local craft beer uh, on tap. So I got a flight. Instead of buying one glass and then trying to figure out re- what it is that I really wanted, I figured, let me just have a flight with dinner. I'm driving, you know, you want to taste a few different things. So started out with a drip down by Brotherton. I've had this before. It's a great, solid IPA by the guys at Brotherton. Really good. Uh, nice, refreshing. It's a, it's a delicious beer. It's definitely something uh, worth your time. They had Interboro on tap, which is great. Love uh, to see Interboro on tap uh, at places. Great, great brewery to go to in Brooklyn if you haven't been there yet. But anyway, they had the double dry hopped Premier IPA uh, from Interboro. Very nice, very smooth. Uh, just a delicious beer. Again, Interboro doing some great things in Brooklyn. If it's on, if if there's an Interboro beer on tap somewhere. I would suggest that you try it. You might, you just might like it. Uh, then I had the Relax. It's just a hazy IPA by Offshoot Beer Company. Uh, solid beer. Uh, in fact, might be my no. Actually, it wasn't my favorite of the bunch. It's good, but it wasn't my favorite. It's a solid IPA. Uh, nice, you know, just all the characteristics that you want out of an India Pale Ale. But the Burl by Half Acre was the best of the bunch. Creamy, smooth, delicious. Uh, just went down perfectly. I'm glad I had that one last. Uh, I would have went with the Interboro as my best, but you know what? Honestly, it was a good. Uh, the uh, Half Acre was a good beer. They, Half Acre makes some really, really good beer. Uh, the good folks from Coronado Brewing sent me uh, Mango Sprinkles. This was the last in their um, uh, what was it? The Can Art series, I think it was. Actually, I think I have. Uh, let me just see here. I thought I had it here. Sorry, I'm talking off mic for a second, but I thought I had it here, but I guess I didn't. Maybe I, eh, let's see, Salty Crew, no. Is this it? I got to see. They sent me the thing from Mango Spring. Ah, here it is. See? That's what happens when you work in a studio and you keep these things around. So this was the last in the art series, the Mango Sprinkles uh, Hazy IPA. It's a good thing I keep all of these things. So the can art, it's kind of cool. 
Um, this was an aerial photo of surfers in the water. Uh, the, the picture on the can, which was reminiscent of colorful sprinkles and gave inspiration for the name of Mango Sprinkles Hazy IPA. So when you look at it, it looks like a bunch of sprinkles, but it's actually surfers. That's kind of cool. Uh, this You know, I have to say, when I poured it, a lot of foam, uh, but a big mango hit when I drank it. Hazy and juicy, still a little bit of a slight bite to it, but a lot of mango. If you're a fan of mango, you will definitely like this beer. If you are not a fan of mango, you will not like this beer. Um, it was tasty. I have to say, it was a, it was a tasty beer, even with all of the foam uh, in the brew. Uh, finally, cracked open one of my bottles of Canadian Breakfast Stout by the good folks from Founders who had sent it to me, and uh, had it in their Barrel Age Series cup that they had sent me when they had sent me the uh, the kit from Masagave, uh, and uh, used the leather coaster that they sent me as well. I had to, you know, come on, you gotta you gotta put it all together, right? So uh, I cannot believe that they're retiring CBS. I think they really hit their stride with this beer. Chocolate, coffee, maple syrup, it all blends perfectly. Uh, I suppose you could let a bottle sit for a little bit and let it mature uh, a little bit more in the bottle if you cellar it. Um, But honestly, it was one of those things I couldn't wait to drink it. And I do have another bottle, so it's one of those I can share with somebody else. Um, But this is an excellent beer. And then finally, had a Wavy Tropics uh, by Killsboro. Uh, Had this over at the Corner House Barbecue. Um... Corner House Barbecue is on Staten Island uh, over by uh, Midland Avenue. Uh, it is uh, a, a great place for barbecue. By the way, I had a brisket sandwich. The brisket was fantastic. It was juicy. It, it, like it was falling out of the sandwich. It was that good. It was just so tender and juicy and delicious. Just a little bit of barbecue sauce on it, some pickled onions and, uh, and pickles. Fantastic. Great sandwich. Great food. But the beers in cans, awesome. There was a lot of sediment in this beer. But it was delicious. Loved the flavors. Um, everything about it was just perfect. Had that. It had all the different um, elements that you wanted out of a hazy IPA. It wasn't crazy about the price point. Twelve dollars for a can. That's a lot of money, especially when you can buy a four pack of this beer for twenty bucks. That's uh, you know that's a big markup. But whatever. Uh, you know, I wanted it. It was on there. I bought it anyway. That's the deal. Uh, the Corner House Barbecue, if you're looking for a great place for barbecue on Staten Island, if you don't want to go to the Craft House, you're looking for something a little bit mid-island, uh, definitely check out the Corner House Barbecue. You will not be disappointed. Now, my thanks to everyone involved and my guest, Mike Peachy from Chilton Mill Brewing. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving weekend. We will be back in two weeks uh, on the program, and we will have Lisa Lopez from uh, craft Brew Tours talking about the, the the brewery tours down in South Jersey. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.